your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to and pour into the longest. As we get older, our, our imaginations are kind of beat out of us. Be realistic. Get this. Do this. Don't stay. Don't color outside the lines. The people who hang on to that the longest are usually the people who end up living it and the people who pour into it. Every day they try to do a little bit more. They do a podcast episode. They paint a portrait. They do whatever it is. Take pictures. Those are usually the people that make it. So I would challenge you out there to tap into those things, right? What do you really aspire to and what are you doing to create that into reality? Welcome to the Pinky J Podcast. Yes, Pinky is my real name. Not sure what my mom was thinking when she named me. Let's get real on this podcast and talk about taboo topics, trauma, and life experiences. I am here to inspire and motivate anyone who's going through a tough time. Remember, you're not alone, you are worthy, and you're enough. Tune in to listen to different stories and different experiences. Hey everyone, welcome to one more episode of Pinky J Podcast. I'm super excited about this episode. I have Kevin with me as a guest. He is the CFO and co-host for Next Level University. They are global top 100 for self-improvement podcast. So I'm super excited to have you, Kevin. Thank you so much for being on here. How are you? I'm living the dream. It's Friday. It's beautiful. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited to chat and I love your energy. I'm super excited about this. Uh, topic, which it is taboo and Mm. people don't talk about. So outgrowing people and how we sometimes get stuck instead of moving forward, we get stuck to our friends, our family versus leaving them behind when we should and move on with our lives and try to conquer our dreams. Tell me more about this. Have you experienced with this? Yeah, I had a very a very challenging experience with this. So I was dating a young lady. This was probably four and a half years ago, five years ago, I was dating a young lady and she said, I haven't met your friends. I want to meet your friends. And I said, all right, cool. You come over, we'll have a cookout. It's gonna be awesome. You can meet my friends. And then I went on to explain what she could expect from my friends. And I said, so I had two friends she was going to meet. And I said, okay, the first one, he's like my big brother. He's the most respectful human on the planet. He's amazing. He's going to be so curious. He's going to want to know everything about you. He's just going to treat you like a little sister. He's amazing. And then I said the other one, and then I had to stop. And I said, he's kind of a dick. He self-identifies as I'm kind of a dick. He's going to make fun of you. He's going to make jokes at your expense. He's going to say inappropriate things. And he's going to say, that's just who I am. And I had this moment where I said, imagine if somebody had to introduce me that way. And I asked myself a question that day. Are the people in my life the best from my past or the best for my future? And at that point, I started to reallocate time with a lot of the people that I was spending time with. And that was one of the most challenging things in the world. Now, here's the thing. I have love for that person. I have cried over missing that person. I haven't spoken to that person in years. I still love that person. I don't have any negativity towards that person. I just didn't think they brought the positivity for my future. And that is one of the challenging things. I've told clients that they should probably reallocate the amount of time they're spending with their family because their family is toxic, because their family is negative, because their family holds them back and wants them to be somebody else. I know this is a triggering thing. I know it's taboo. I know a lot of people don't talk about it. But if we really 
were able to grasp the fact that one, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20 years from today, whenever you're on your deathbed, you will regret not doing what you wanted. That is a certainty. That is 100% a certainty. And two, a lot of the people who are influencing you not to live the life you want are not living the life they want either. And that's one of the reasons I think they're influencing you not to live yours. So I'm very passionate about this because I know even talking about it might make me sound like a cold hearted individual. I don't think I'm that way, but I want to be successful and it's my responsibility to be successful for myself and for my family and for my business and for our team members and for my business partner. It's my responsibility to do that. And that means it's also my responsibility to make sure the people in my circle are the best. And I understand that because I think we all go through, I even go through that, right? Of course. But then people are going to say, well, you're being selfish. You're not being selfish. Uh, yeah, but you've got to put yourself first. And that's what I'm learning because... My whole life, I never put myself first, never. And I realized life, you know, short. It passes by like a blink of an eye. And then when you take a step back, like you did, like, wait, like, do I need these people in my life? Like, I love them, but are they adding value? You know, I also took a step back and I was like, no, it's time to put myself first. And of course, many people didn't like that, but we have to do what we have to do to make ourselves happy. It's unfortunate that it, it has to be that way. But I do think you'll regret it if you don't come to that conclusion. So a few things to look at. Okay, why are relationships relationships? Why do we have the relationships that we have? If you think of it from the perspective of we grew up together. So coincidentally, we ran into each other. Okay. Uh, from a geography standpoint, I lived close to them. Okay. From a convenience standpoint, we went to this, the same school. Okay. I love that. That's awesome. But why are they going to be friends with you in 15 years? If you don't have similar core values, similar core beliefs, in similar core aspirations, and you have those in conflict, that's where things get to just can be weird. When we came on, you said, I want an open, honest conversation. You know, maybe some of the stuff would be taboo. If I said, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to talk about taboo stuff. I don't want to talk about real stuff. Immediately, this doesn't work. And we're definitely not going to be able to be friends. Core values, core beliefs, core aspirations. What do you value as a human being? I value self-improvement. I love self-improvement. It changed my life. It saved my life. What are my beliefs? Self-improvement can change the world. Awesome. What are my aspirations? To have the most successful self-improvement company on the planet. That's why I'm here doing what I do in the way I do. And a lot of the people, all the people around me, at least understand that and support that. They don't have to be on board with saying, oh, I want to change the world. Totally fine. You just have to understand why I want to, why I need to, and why it's so important. We need more people like you because we need that inspiration we feel like, and I've mentioned this many times in my other episodes, it's we live in a crucial world and I think it's just getting worse. With social media, the media, you have to have this amount of friends and this amount of followers and, you know, all this pressures of society that we need people like you to be like, hey, it's time to put us first and who cares what the other people think? My core values are more important. It's hard. It's hard to deal with the judgment. I I'm afraid of judgment, just like everybody else. I've just been practicing this for a long enough period of time where, and transparently, I grew up without a dad. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. So I think there was a part of me that understood if somebody's not good for you, you might actually be happy they're not in your life. Yes, I didn't. I grew up without a dad, but is that better than growing up with a toxic one? I don't know, right? That's a deep question and it's philosophical. I don't know. But I, I very much understand the fear of judgment that surrounds these things. I get a lot of that when I wanted to be a podcaster. Are you going to be a podcast? How are you going to make money? All this stuff. I understand. I completely understand. I mean, I didn't know how I was going to make money either. So no, no shame or guilt on you if you, if you doubted me. But 
you just got to start small. Maybe you don't go shout from the rooftops what your what your biggest goals and dreams and aspirations are, but you got to start leaning into who is the person that you really, really want to be. And here's the one of the most powerful things about this. If you want to find your people, your tribe, your group, you have to be yourself. I Again, one of the reasons being yourself is that one of the hardest things is because when you pretend to be someone else and somebody pushes back, you don't have to take it personally. But we have to take risks if we want the rewards on the other side. And it's scary. It's mm-hmm. very scary it's for a lot of people. If you're getting out of that comfort zone, you know, you're with your friends for 20 plus years. Um, this is my comfort, right? Even though we don't have the same values and we don't agree on something, I'm still going to stick with you because mm-hmm. it's comfort. But to let that go and to move on, yes, you still love the person, but to move on because you have other values, it, it's very hard. Boundaries. I heard, I was listening to one of your, I think it was one of your most recent Instagram videos. You were talking about self-worth. And that self-worth really has a lot to do with why we hang on to the people we hang on to. Because if you're afraid of being alone because you don't feel like you're capable or valuable enough to attract somebody positive, many of us assume what we have, even if it's not necessarily positive, is better than having nothing. And maybe it is. I don't know. For me, that's not my perspective, but I'm also wired differently than you and you're wired differently than me and everybody's a little bit different. You have to ask yourself those hard questions. It would benefit you. You don't have to do anything. I'm just a guy on a podcast. You don't have to do anything I say. But I am willing to bet that it would benefit you to ask yourself hard questions like that. Because I was thinking of this today in the shower. One of the reasons awareness is so important, and really think about this, because all life is, is a long series of decisions and repercussions. That's all life is. It is a long series of, today I'm going to go to the gym. And because of that, I'm going to be a little bit healthier. Today, I'm going to go out binge drinking, and then maybe I'll do that tomorrow and the next week. The repercussions that come with that, that's really all life is. It's a, it's a bunch of decisions and a bunch of re- repercussions. If you don't ask yourself the right questions, you don't really get the opportunity to make different decisions. And then you're going to get whatever repercussions you were going to get. That's why I'm so big on self-awareness. It really helps me connect the dots to that. So this decision... I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I met a new friend. Awesome. It was worth it. Cool. Now I've been on other shows where it's like, "Mm, this isn't it. I'm never going to talk to this person again. All right, cool. That's okay. Decision and a repercussion. That perspective is really good because people don't, are not self-aware of their decisions. They're like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Whatever happens, happens. YOLO. YOLO. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was the thing back then. Even today, like whatever. But then I think once you get into that mindset, like, wait, hold on, pause, let me self-aware, is this worth it or not? And then you start realizing the type of life you want to live yeah. and the type of people you want to be around. Yeah. I will be honest, um, when I, if you listen to my first episode, I just moved to Florida by myself and it was a very scary step, but I got out of my comfort zone and that loneliness is something that affected me for a long time. Because I I'm I don't have I I don't have friends I don't have family so now I'm, you know trying to settle it's not easy and it, it's every day of like that self awareness like am I doing the right choice this is right for my future and I got away from the toxic people that I had to get away from now is a great opportunity to ask yourself where do the people that I want to hang out with hang out that was a great time where do the people that I want to spend the most amount of time with where are they. Okay, what do I value? I love fitness. All right, cool. They're going to be at the gym. Love books, Barnes and Noble. A lot of people say, you find the right people. Yeah, I understand. Again, meeting friends later in life is definitely a challenge. Two thoughts. One, you become the type of person 
who is capable of attracting and sustaining that relationship. So you do your core values, core beliefs, core aspirations, and you ask yourself, where do these people hang out? I have a lot of friends at the gym. Why? Because we're into fitness. Makes sense, right? I have a lot of friends who are podcasters. Why? One of my, it's one of the things I love so much. Asking, and anybody asking yourself that question is, again, this, this whole journey for me started by me asking why. Why do I go to a job I hate every day? Why? I, I didn't, I don't know. There's no other way. I need to pay the bills. It, it pays me a lot of money. I want to start over. Right? And, and I just try to keep asking myself why. And here we are six years later, seven years later, and I still am. I ask myself why every day. Now I get better answers. I understand the answers a little bit more. I'm willing to dig a little bit deeper. I, I just think questions can change your life. I really do. And, you know, podcasting is not easy. People just be like, oh, you're just on a mic and talking. <laughs> so why are you guys doing that? <laughs> and we're like, okay, then just don't listen to podcasts at this point. Because <laughs> it's, it's the best. That's why it's the best thing ever of all time. It is. And again, maybe for you and I, but not everybody, not everybody's cup of tea. It's not, but I feel like it's like a safe space where you can just talk. And if you don't want to listen, move on you're going to put yourself out there in any way, shape or form, you're just not going to be for everybody. Nothing is. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. My, my saying that to some people offended them. They're like, how could you ever like mint ice cream? What about strawberry? I don't like strawberry. I don't know. It's ice cream. It's all, it's all great, but I have favorite flavors. It's not for everybody. Nothing is for everybody. Just, it isn't. Um, I love mint chocolate chip too. <laughs> and I hate strawberry. Nice. <laughs> so I'll agree on that. And people are like, it feels like you're eating like your like Listerine or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's the best in the world. It's the best ice cream in the world. That's why you and I get along so well. Mint chocolate chip for life. Yes. No strawberry. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody that likes strawberry ice cream. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, self-awareness. Uh, self-improvement and outgrowing people, I think are very important. Mm. And I think you could do that in any time in your life. There's no like age for it, right? Because I feel like people are like, who are older, like let's say 50, 60, like, oh my God, like I'm too old for this. I can't do it. Like I've been with this person forever. I've been with these friends forever, you know, or just the younger generation who have that mentality of like, I need this group of friends. I need this click. If you are working on self-improvement, then yeah, you're going to do it forever. I mean, that's the way I try to think about it is we have people in our community, they're in their sixties. They're still getting after it. They're taking business courses. They're learning, they're growing. Some of them just started businesses. Really depends on the level of ambition you have and the level of desire you have for growth. If you desire to grow for your entire life, I bet on your success more than most people's. You're never going to stop learning. You never stop learning. You're always going to get better. And when you get better, you become more competent. You become more competent. You can add more value. You can add more value, pay you. And that's the cycle. Mastery, impact, profitability. So there's no age limit, young, old, whatever it is. It is that moment of sitting back and getting that awareness of, mm, I only have this one life. We did an episode the other day. Three words are the three most important words, whatever. I don't remember the title. Three words are you're going to die. If you want ultimate perspective, one day you will look back on today. You might desire to do it again differently. I really try to have that thought. I'm going to share this. This is hard for me to share because it's very hardcore, but this is also taboo. Every morning I have two cats. I have little fudge and little ace. So fudge is the chocolate one. I call him a little mm -hmm. chocolate squirrel and ace is the Bengal, the Bengal cat. Every morning my cat fudge jumps up on my desk. 
tries to headbutt me and he wants to love on me. It's seven o'clock in the morning. He's hungry. He doesn't eat for two hours. He needs to kill time. I used to get very frustrated, Pinky. I would get very frustrated that he was breaking my flow and I'm trying to send emails. And one day I looked at him and it just looked at his eyes and he's the cutest thing ever. And I, I thought to myself, one day he is going to die. I'm going to wish that every single time I had the opportunity to stop and pet him, I did. And I've lived my life completely different when it comes to my cat since then. Every day I take a minute and I love on them and I, you know, I want to treat my wife better. One day my wife's not going to be here. That perspective is probably taboo because it's pretty dark. But if you can reverse engineer regret, you can avoid some, not all of it, right? I don't know what I'm going to regret in 50 years. I, some things I'm sure I'm going to. But there are certain things that I'm asking myself now, if nothing changed and I did the same thing the way I'm doing it, would I regret that? Another powerful question and another potentially sucky answer, depending on what comes up. FYI, I lost my cat recently, mm. so I understand. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. The cats were dear to my heart. It was two of them. One passed away last year. And then the, the little one, she passed away a month ago. I'm so sorry. So, you know, cats add such a value. But anyways, I don't want to get this dark. But <laughs> but I understand, like, you know, that connection with cats. When you change that perspective of, and I, I'm doing this recently because that's how I'm healing. Um, we're going to die. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. That's life. We are born and we die. And then there's life in between. When we put that perspective, like putting our shoes into other people's shoes, like, hey, maybe they're acting this way because of X, Y, Z, or, hey, this person's no longer going to be with us for, I don't know how long I'm going to be, have this person. You can die tomorrow. You can die in a second. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but if you do put that perspective, it's, it's, it's taboo and people obviously don't like it. Like, oh my God, don't talk about that or don't talk about these topics. We have to be positive. No, that's reality. Uh, let's be real. Um, you put a different mindset. Like, okay, like you said, like your cat, like your wife, like how can I treat them better? How can mm -hmm. I make my life better? Not get frustrated, not get pissed off. But like this fucking cat is all over me. Like I'm pissed mm -hmm. off at seven o'clock in the morning. Leave me alone. Like, wait, let me take a step back and, you know. Gratitude. Yes. One of my, we did an episode a while ago and it was, it, we, we usually do Thanksgiving episodes because Thanksgiving is usually, at least in the U.S., if you're in the U.S., it's something that is focused on gratitude. And we did an episode and we said, imagine if you woke up tomorrow with only the things that you said you were grateful for today. How many things would you have? And a lot of us, again, I am guilty, as guilty of this as any human being walking the planet in the past for sure. And I still lose sight of things occasionally, 100%. I am far from perfect. That is, a, again, another powerful question. How many things, if you really sat with it, if you only had what you said you were grateful for today, what would you have tomorrow? A lot of us, unfortunately, wouldn't have anything. And there's a lot of people, and this is the interesting thing, there's a lot of people who, compared to other people, might not have that much, but they are grateful for everything that they do have. So they might wake up with everything they have tomorrow. And we might shift overnight. You might wake up with very little and somebody else might wake up with everything that they have and maybe a little bit more. Because they said, maybe I'm grateful for the future. Interesting. Okay, you're going to wake up with a brighter future maybe. Okay. Now again, I don't know. I'm not a superhero. I can't make any of that happen. But I think it's a good perspective. I really do. I really think what you're doing, Kevin, is amazing with your podcast and everything that you're doing. Trying to have like this awareness of self-aware of self-improvement, gratitude, how can we change our mindset to make our life better? 
when your life gets better, everybody's life around you gets better too. Cause you're more positive. You're more aligned. You're more fulfilled, right? I, that is my belief. And that's why I'm so big on the relationship thing. Because if you get out of one misaligned relationship and then you get into one aligned relationship, you just change two lives. You might've changed three lives depending on what that person who you reallocated time with does. You are, you are the most important person in your life. That hands down the analogy of if the, you lose oxygen in the plane and the mask falls down, you got to put it on yourself first. I know it's, it's an old one and it's, it's very stereotypical, but it is, it is true. You, you can't take care of your kids if you don't take care of yourself. You can't take care of your job if you don't take care of yourself, your pets, your family, your, your home, your business. You can't. So, you, yeah, you are the most important thing in your life. And a lot of us have been guilted for thinking that way. Understandable, right? I'm sure there's a lot of people that maybe take that to the extreme, but yeah. Yeah, we have to put ourselves first. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I agree on that because most people don't. And mm -hmm. I put myself in that category because I didn't in the past. I'm finally opening up to that. From day to day, progress is invisible. From year to year, progress is impossible to miss. That's one I love. Just stay the course if you're doing something that you think is going to be worth it. I went to the gym today and I went to the gym yesterday. I'm no different. I'm exactly the same, at least measurably. There's no difference. But if I look back a year ago, things are a lot different. That's one. And then this is the, the last thing I would say. And I have a firm belief on this. Your reality becomes the parts of your imagination that you hold on to or into the longest. As we get older, our, our imaginations are kind of beat out of us. Be realistic. Get this. Do this. Don't stay. Don't color outside the lines. The people who hang on to that the longest are usually the people who end up living it and the people who pour into it. Every day, they try to do a little bit more. They do a podcast episode. They paint a portrait. They do whatever it is. Take pictures. Those are usually the people that make it. So I would challenge you out there to tap into those things, right? What do you really aspire to? And what are you doing to create that into reality? Thank you so much, Kevin. You're very inspirational. You. Your words, um, everything that you're doing, your podcast. So check out Kevin's podcast, Next Level University. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to Kevin. Um, thank you so much, Kevin. My pleasure, Pinky. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening until the next one.